All right, guys, let's dive into this. Let's talk about what's going on in the world. What the hell is going on, guys? So I'm going to basically dump everything that I've been researching about what's going on with Evergrande, Evergrande, uh, Ariana Evergrande, and everything I've been looking at. I've been doing a deep dive, and I'm sorry I haven't uh, made a video in a couple of days, but let's get to it. You know, I'm going to touch on a few things. I'm going to touch on, whoop, you can't even see that, on-chain stuff, technical analysis, historical prices, and what I see as FUD. So I'm just going to dive in, guys. Uh, everything I know about what's going on. Meltem Demirs said that Evergrande situation is mainstream media financial crisis porn. Literally no one gives an F until MSM started writing alarmist headlines, but it's been going on for months. And that is 100% true. This has been going on for a long time. Amazing how hive mind crypto Twitter is. My DM suddenly full of Evergrande concerns. Last week it was tether FUD and narrative cycle. So Meltem, very, very smart woman in the field. This person, I don't know who this person is, says my friends who are closer to the situation in China say the regulators are reasonably confident that assets are larger than the liabilities. And I'm going to dive into my Twitter uh, in a moment, go over everything I've been uh, resharing. And yes, so the latest story, Evergrande is going to make its bond payment after all. So a lot of these concerns are not going to be as crazy as people thought they were. And this guy, I tend to agree that the massive worst case scenario outcomes are overblown by definition, hard to occur when you see it coming. And yes, I'm going to get to a story or a picture that shows that the price of this Evergrande was going down for months. And this other guy, Pentoshi, said, ironically, what's happening in China is the exact reason why Bitcoin was created in the first place. Yes. So whatever freaking happens, more and more people are going to wake up to the fact that we need hard money, that we need money that can't be effed with. So more people are going to eventually flow to Bitcoin guaranteed china evergrande group it's been going down for six months at two now it's like 33 cents so they saw this coming right i mean a lot of people would say yeah they saw this coming the end is near this is a chart looking at the s p 500 it's not the crypto chart but it is a chart of the equities and right now bitcoin is correlated to the equities so i think this makes sense the end is near the end is near the end is near this is the one-year chart right so i don't know is this going to be 2008 is this going to be a 2008 lehman's brothers uh, is this going to have a ripple effect and spread? This contagion is going to spread all around the world. Some people say yes. I doubt it. So the next thing I want to show you, Amazon maximum yearly drawdown. I know a little bit is cut off on the side, 1998. But uh, every single year, there has been a significant drawdown. Now, what's the, well, what's the point of the story? The point is that if you just held on to your Amazon stock and you didn't flip out or sell, just like I'm not selling my Bitcoin or ETH or my sell token for that matter, but I'll get to that in a second, you would have had insane returns. So it's, it's a good reminder that amazing companies have had really, really bad performance years, or I should say not years, but they've had drawdowns of really, really severely down. This one, 2018, 2018 market crash, uh, let me make this a little bit smaller for you guys to see. 2018 market crash, this is little dude's holding onto his Bitcoin. 2018 to 2020 bear market, holding on to his Bitcoin, shark infested waters, storm coming down. That was me. I didn't sell my Bitcoin during the bear market. 2020 market crash. This little dude is beat up, bruised, bleeding, holding on to his Bitcoin, right? During fires and a meteor shower, August 2020. You're so lucky you got Bitcoin under 10 grand. And soon this will be, you're so lucky you got Bitcoin under 50 grand. Soon this will be, you're so lucky you got Bitcoin under 100 grand and then so on and so forth, guys. That's what I believe. 
you know, if you disagree with me, fine. But um, that's what I believe. August 2021 or September 2021, where we're at right now. Um, you know, the price of Bitcoin may drop, but if you zoom out, people are going to say, you're so lucky you held on to your Bitcoin and you didn't sell. And you're like, yeah, it was freaking hard. I was getting pummeled and everything in my body was telling me to sell because I was, quote, losing money every single day. So next, take a look at this story. You may have seen this before, but if not, sorry, it's a little cut off. I got to work on this formatting in a moment. Uh, basically, the 2013 to 2014 market right here, if I can zoom in real quick for you, uh, you can see that from September to December, we did a 10x in price. Next, take a look at the 2017 market, September to December, we did a 5x in price. Next, take a look at September to December of this market cycle. We don't know what we're going to do. We don't know, right? I think we're going to do very well. I think the price is going to break $100,000. Are we going to do a 5x? I don't know. Are we going to do a 10x? I don't know. I think if a Bitcoin ETF comes around, yeah, we're going to do a 5 or 10x for sure. Uh, but you know, history often rhymes and this would be something that would probably happen. And you may have seen this chart shared with other people on Twitter and YouTube, but basically every single September, the price or most Septembers, the price of Bitcoin has gone down a ton. So a negative seven, negative seven, negative 13, negative five, negative seven, and then looking at October, November, December, and you can see it's mostly green. So, you know, no guarantees in life, but you know, this is, uh, this is what happened in the past. Let's take a look at my Twitter. Then I want to dive into uh, the latest. Actually, no, first, let's go ahead and just check off some of these, even though you can't even see them. So uh, on-chain, uh, basically, the latest from Willy Woo is that the supply and demand, it's still favoring an increase in the price of Bitcoin. So there's still an upside. And whales are still buying. That's, that's basically the summary. Whales are still buying. On-chain, Bitcoin is looking good. Technicals. You know, technical analysis, I need to be convinced of this because technical analysis can't predict when something in the world happens like Evergrande or when there's fear in the marketplace. So, yeah, there are some support levels. If you want to follow that, go ahead and check out, you know, what's his name? Uh, Into the Cryptoverse guy, uh, Ben, I forgot his name. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, he, he covers technical TA a lot. Not my specialty at all, as you guys know. But, you know, that's kind of iffy. I don't really buy a lot of that stuff personally. Historical. We already talked about it. What's going to happen this September to December. And then this FUD, which we saw Meltem talk about, you know, it's basically hive mind, crypto Twitter. Uh, what is the media latching onto and making the most important story? And now we're seeing what that is. They are, you know, crisis porn, as she calls it. So is this FUD or is this something that they've known for a while? Like here, the price has been going down for a long time. You think they didn't know about this? You think this was just some like, oh my gosh, over the last week, everyone found out about it? No. That's not how it works. All right, guys. So let me just scroll through my Twitter. Avagrande, like I said before, is making its bond payment, which is very, very good. Here's a story I shared today that came out today. And it has to do with Bitcoin mining giant Genesis Digital Assets raises $431 million. That's insane. This story launched today. So like I said, smart money is continuing to invest in Bitcoin. What are you doing? right? That's a half, it's almost a half a billion dollars invested. So this is a story basically saying that the US market is in a better position to absorb a potential global shock from a major company like Evergrande if it defaults than it was before in the 2007 to 2009 crisis. Because now all Jerome Powell has to do is crank that money printer and that's it. We're good to go. 
So scrolling down here, sharing that I really don't think China's going to let a private company tank the Chinese economy. China wants to be the biggest global power in the world. They're not going to let some, I don't know, some, some company destroy the entire economy of China. That would be ridiculous. Why would they do that? And I shared a lot more, guys. If you want to check that out, you can uh, check out my Twitter link below. I'm sharing good stuff there, kind of keep you guys up to date. So taking a look at the markets, let me refresh this real quick and see what's going on. So, I mean, the price of Bitcoin, I don't even know if it dropped below 40. It's kind of hanging out in this like 40 to 42 range. Obviously, anything can change in a moment. We know this. There are no guarantees in life other than death and uh, I guess taxes, unless you live in El Salvador. Uh, <laughs> all right. So looking at the winners, uh, wow, you're seeing some coins decide to rally. You're, you're seeing some coins decide to say, you know what? We don't care. And that's the thing, guys. I mean, regardless of what happens in China, people are still going to want to invest into cryptocurrencies, especially if the US government prints more money. Where are you going to put that money, right? You got to put it in equities, maybe into real estate, but definitely into cryptocurrencies. So you're seeing some coins here pump. Uh, we'll see what happens over the long run, though. Still keeping a close eye. 24 hours, you're seeing mostly uh, down as well. The market's down about 2.7% over the last 24 hours. So guys, that's basically it. That's basically what's up. So, you know, what am I doing? Um, not much. I do have some dry powder. Personally, I'm, I'm waiting a little bit. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the price goes into the high 30s. And if that happens, I will be buying bits of crypto. Maybe the price will never go below where it is now. Maybe I'll regret that. Maybe I'll wish I deployed that dry powder now. I don't know. At the end of the day, we really don't know. What I'm not doing is selling. As much as I get scared, and I'm going to be really honest with you guys, sometimes I get very, very scared. Not because I don't have conviction, but because I have this part of my brain that operates in fear. And I'm aware of it, and I know when it's acting up, and you probably have the same part of your brain too. It triggers, it, it makes me afraid. It's saying, oh my gosh, watch out. Fear, fear, fear. You know, what if, what if, what if, right? And I need to tell that part of my brain to shut up because anytime I have sold in a weak position, meaning a weak emotional position, I've regretted it. I sold a little bit back in December of last year when just when the XRP uh, scandal, not scandal, the SEC thing happened. And I sold maybe, I don't know, $20,000 worth of crypto. And even right now, the price of all of those cryptos are way higher. So I know that part of myself and I'm getting better at being like, no, I'm not going to press that little button to sell. So that is it for the video. Thanks for watching. Until next time, talk with you soon and bye for now.